Welcome back to Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm Mom Don. Why did you speed through it like that? You're like, Mother approved. I don't know. Can't miss my cue. <laughs> I know. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Is it my turn? Sorry. No, that's fine. It's just funny. Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. And this month we're doing actors. That's right. Because August we have to think of something else. Well, August will just go back to the normal. Okay. And then we'll probably do another. This actor thing. Was kind of fun. And it was pretty popular. A lot of people really enjoyed it. I got a lot of like comments about it. Um, we could do poopy actors. Poopy actors, mom? <laughs> Bad ones. Bad actors. Uh, real quick, I want to say thank you to everyone who reached out to me about last week's episode. Uh, just like people were like, hey, you hand- you guys handled it really positively. No emails or anything, but just people I know or Aww. like people people were like, hey, I really felt like that was handled well. Um, nice. Really do appreciate that. We really tried our best to like, we were, we were kind of worried going up and I really didn't want it to be like, oh, no, you made a joke of this or whatever. And so I do appreciate everyone that listened. I mean, I appreciate everyone that listened, but you know what I mean. I appreciate everyone right. that said, Hey, you guys handled it well. I know it was a tough topic and it was a little weird to talk about, but, uh, especially for your your goof 'em up podcast. But like, I appreciate the fun. Like, well, I appreciate the the positivity. And we were trying to be careful because we do have young listeners. Yeah, and it, and that's why I even you know I recorded that thing on, on the top of it of just like a hey, not for everybody. This episode is a little bit more serious, and that's why we kind of did fluff it at the top with the Muppet thing, but it just kind of, it gets pretty real, and that's okay. That's um, going to happen when we watch movies. Exactly. Especially in two weeks. Yeah. Why? Why? Because we're going to watch, we're going to cry so hard at Pooh Bear. Not me. I'm going to cry so hard. Uh, why we're going to, we're going to call that episode, Ruben is a baby. Guess who's crying again. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best. Guess, guess who's crying again? Guess who's crying again? AKA Christopher Robin movie. AKA the Christopher Robin episode. Yeah, so I mean, we'll we'll just say that we are going to be doing a bonus episode just specifically about Christopher Robin. We're going to try and see it together. Oh no, I think we should see it separately. Oh, you think? Well, because if we see it together, or totally, I would. Uh, if we see it together, we can't talk about it. So I think it'd be easier if we see it separately, see it separately and, and separately then and come then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. talk because we're going to want to talk the whole time. Um, but so this week. The yes. actor that I picked, which I, th- I thought was a fun actor because it yes, wasn't... Yes, but wasn't, we, we took a weird turn, I think. We did. T- we took such a weird turn. I picked Tim Curry. Yes, you did. We didn't pick Fern Gully. We didn't no. pick Rocky Horror Picture Show. We, My friend Eileen said, oh, Rocky Horror Picture? I said no. No. It? it? No. no. That's coming. Clue? No. No, that's exactly what she said. Clue? I'm like, no. Wild Bears? Yeah. One and two. I know. I said, Wild Thornberry. So the look at her face was kind of like, just emptiness. And, and we'll talk about it. But at, at first I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, I think I cheated. No, I didn't. What uh, do you mean you cheated? Like like with Sigourney Weaver where she's like barely in the yeah, movie. Yeah, no, no, no. This was fine. Um, so who's going to go first tonight? Well, you have to go first because you have the first movie. No, you're first. Oh, I have, I have. You have the Wild Thornberries. That was Wild first, two thousand and two, and then I'm two thousand and five. Two thousand three, I thought. I thought they were boom boom. Uh, I don't think so because, um, I don't think that the Rugrats Go Wild was actually in the theaters. I think it was on TV. No, it wasn't theaters because I googled it because we had those Odorama cards. This is how I remember Rugrats Go Wild. Oh, you did mention that last the week Odorama about those. Cards, and I googled it just Kay. to see. Can you still buy it? Like you know what I mean? There's got to be right. someone on eBay. eBay. That's like, I've got a mint one, and I was like, "How funny would it be to find this card and buy it 
right. and then watch it the movie did we, with it. did we go see it in the theaters uh yes and we also saw it at home so it was i mean i guess we'll just talk about this in rugrats go wild section but it, the whole thing is rugrat or is wild, wild thornberry so it doesn't matter with amazing but, cast yeah I have we to saw it you. in theaters and then we saw it at home because i remember blockbuster had the cards and so did burger king and when we lived in almaden at the time yes whatever yes yes <laughs> we live in san jose i mean we lived we you used to work at a blockbuster i did that shared a shopping center with a burger king so did dad take you to bounce it back and forth totally. and get up all of them yeah, well, i mean it's only two it, oh. it's only one but it's like oh one of them was when the movie came in the theaters and then one of them was when the movie came in out on like dvd or whatever video right. vhs yeah um no so i got wild thornberries mm-hmm so cast is like the cast is ridiculous, right? Because this was the cast of an animated show too. They didn't. I mean, they upped the cast for like the bad guys, right? But all of the main principal cast is the exact same that it was in the show. Absolutely. But real quick, uh, and I, I was like, oh, let's try and make this a more informative episode. I didn't do any research, so whoops. I don't know how to say the name. Okay. The the company that makes this, Class Klasky Supo. Yes. I've seen both of them in real life. They were a married couple at the time. They are now divorced, but they still work together because nice. they understand that their business is more important than them not being in love. Cool. Great. Whatever. Okay. Works for me. I mean, sure. Uh, so they made Rugrats. They made this. They also made Aureal Monsters. Uh, and I think they made a couple other things. Some things that just weren't super popular. I think these were their three big... They might... Ooh. Cool. I'd love to be correct, but I'm probably wrong. I think they also did Rocket Power. I would say yes, because I had that, that same style. style. You Rug- guys, Rugrats oh, was definitely, love that oh, yeah, one. Rocket Power is the best, but Rugrats is definitely the weirdest visually. Does that right. make sense? Yes. Because if you look at, have you ever like gone back and watched early Rugrats? Oh, it is ugly. Yeah. It is terrifyingly ugly. Well, we're going to talk about that because I have an opinion, but you're not going to like what I think. Of Rugrats Go Wild? Uh-huh. Oh, well, we're probably going to have similar opinions. Um... But so, so Wild Thornberries. Yes. It is a, it's not a cap to the show. We need to clarify, just like the Rugrat movie, the first Rugrat movie, and we're going to make obviously a lot of comparisons to Rugrats because Rugrats Go Wild is a tie-in episode. Right. And they were both done by Nickelodeon Studios yeah, too, because Paramount, they're all Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, I remember Great America, which is a theme park in where we're from, the San Jose, Santa Clara area. It used to be Paramount's Great America. Yes. And it used to have all this Nickelodeon stuff. There yes, was a reptile did. roller coaster for kids. There was a whole Nickelodeon area. Do you remember that you could walk through the Wild Thornberries Humvee? Or the Convy or whatever they call it? You, I remember be, physically, I remember being able to walk into it and looking at everything. Mm. It was, I mean, it was just the big Wild yeah, Thornberries Yeah, because car. didn't, this is totally a tangent, didn't you, one time we went, didn't you do like a double dare or something where you had to like do yeah. some crazy event? On stage or something. Yes. Yeah, when I was a kid and then like SpongeBob came out and sang the fun song. Yes. Um, I, I made like a whatever motion. Yeah, uh, you just wanted to be on stage. Of course I did. Uh, let me look at me. Uh, <laughs> like, look, I have a podcast. Like, of course I wanted attention. We have a podcast. We Okay, we have a podcast. You know what I mean. Um, you can edit this one, I guess. Um, Sorry, I won't. <laughs> but so like, so for me, I love 90s Nickelodeon. Absolutely. To an extent. I don't, was Rocco Nickelodeon? Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. yeah. Rocco, Invader Zim, and Ren Stimpy, I did not like. I don't think Ren Stimpy wasn't. Mm-hmm. Was it? Because mm-hmm. how come I want to say MTV? No, no, no. 
they picked it up later. Or Spike picked it up later, and then they were like, they're uncensored now. Oh, got it. Uh, Ren and Stimpy was one of those shows in that okay. whole genre of like, well, I want to make a show for an adult, but the only network that's picking up my cartoon is a kid's network, so I'll just trim all the fat. Right, cat dog. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Cat dog is great. I love cat like, dog. Like, oh, cat dog is so Doug. good. Doug. Doug, yeah. 90s Nickelodeon was amazing. It really was. It really, and then we got things like the Rugrats and Wild Thornberries. Right. I personally loved Wild Thornberries. Like I, so so like I said though, this was not a cap to the show. There's some other like show movies that are the cap. I'm sorry, Ruben. I don't know what you mean by the cap. Like the that end. was the end. Like like the finale of everything. Oh yeah, no. Like this was not the Serenity to the Firefly. Serenity being the movie of Firefly after it was over. Instead of doing a big uh, series finale, they did the movie. What? Okay. What? I I have no idea what you're talking about. Firefly with Nathan Fillion? You know what Firefly is, Mom. You've watched Firefly. No, I haven't. The Space Cowboy Show with Nathan Fillion. No, I haven't. We own it. You have borrowed it from me. But I never watched it. Oh, okay. I'm like, I know I had it, but I never watched it. Well, but so it's the the whole, the whole end. It's not an end. Just like the first Rugrats movie was not an end. Right. It was the first Rugrats movie introduced to Dill Pickles. Yes. Which kind of like continued the show because then from there on in, Dill was now a character. What? No, I was thinking in Chucky's little sister. That's the second one. Not the little sister, but. His sister of indeterminate age. Well, um, no, because he his dad falls in love but, and gets married, and she he, has a little he, girl. That's what I mean. Is he? I don't know who's he older, Kimmy or Chucky. I think they might just be the same age. They're same. Um, but that's the second movie. Kimmy gets introduced after the second movie. Got it. And Rugrats Go Wild is the third Rugrats movie. Okay. Also, this is the Tim Curry episode, but we're really mostly going to just talk about 90s Nickelodeon as a whole. But we love Tim Curry. Oh, Tim, Tim Curry is is Nigel Thornberry. Yes. Like, like all these people are like, oh, he's it. And honestly, if you see the new it, you're re- it's really kind of up in the air. It's like, well, I like both of them. I saw, hearkening back to last week's episode when we talked about the Muppet thing, mm-hmm. somebody said, Clue, keep Tim Curry. Yes. Yep, 100%. Great. Play- I mean, Tim Curry is so good at... I would love to meet him. Oh, I... I would love to. Yeah, I, 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 and I'm sure that he is very nice, and I'm, sure, but I'm also sure he's very soft-spoken. Yes. You know, like you don't meet him, he's not like, "Hello, I'm Tim Curry." He's just like, "Hello." <laughs> I'm a person. Yeah. And this is my job. Yeah. He he just seems so genuine, and he seems so like. What I love about Nigel Thornberry, and I'll talk about the movie in a second, but just the character of Nigel Thornberry, he's such a good dad. Yes. Without being overprotective. Right. Without being... I mean, he's... Kind of a little bit of a ding-dong. He's a (laughs) ding-dong, but, like, he's also... I mean, he's Sir Richard Attenborough. He's Steve Irwin. He's all these guys that were very famous in that era. But he's not them. You know what I mean? He's not just a... He's not just like, oh, look, I'm the crocodile punter. Like, you know, it's... No. He's Nigel Thornberry, who has his own TV show, and... Whose wife really kind of runs the stuff she's kind of the brains of the outfit but and they don't there's no bickering between them no they don't dislike each other no they're you know what i mean it's kind of like you it's kind of like with like gomez and morticia right you kind of don't realize they don't really fight ever or bicker or like they just kind of hey we're a team and that's their whole thing and it's like cool that works it's very good to see and does it fall into the line of, of every sitcom ever where, like, dad's kind of a dingus and mom's very smart? Yeah, but I think it handles it a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like the Flintstones. It's not like Family Guy. It's not like dad is an actual moron. 
Nigel Thornberry is very smart. He's mm-hmm. just kind of a ditz, and that's what makes him like charming and likable. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was reading about this movie. The whole series, Nigel Thornberry's catchphrase is smashing. Right. Smashing. Everything is smashing. Not once does he say it in the movie. I saw that. I, I saw was like, that. huh. I kind of like, then I'm like, is that like a, a thing? That, I was like, he says that, right? And then I had to look it up. And I was like, yes, okay, he did say it. It's not just like a, what's that called thing? With, uh, the Mandela effect of like, no, yeah, he said it, right? It's like, no, he, he definitely says it. He just doesn't say it in the movie. Okay. So I the movie. Starts, uh, it starts kind of just like the show. It does the intro sequence from the yes. show, but it does it a little bit different. Like, it, it's higher quality animation, if that makes sense. Everything mm-hmm. looks bigger. Absolutely, it really Everything does. looks grander. Um, I really liked that they did not change any cast. You know what I mean? They didn't, they didn't switch up anything. Um, and there's something I want to talk about with Nigel, but I want to do it at the end of the show, so remind me. Cause okay. Because there's, there's rumors of a live-action Wild Thornberries. Okay. And we've talked about who could play Nigel. Uh-huh. Well, I'll just talk about it now. Sure. What if it's a prequel? Okay. Like, I kind of would love to see Nigel and Marianne before Eliza and Debbie. Like, just them going on crazy adventures. Huh. Because, you know, because, like, they're not... They, while Eliza is an interesting character because she's the main character... Right. None of the other characters in this show, I mean, say show, but in this specific movie, are boring. No, they're all fun. They all have their cute little quirky things that yeah, they do. Yeah, like even Debbie the teenager. <sighs> oh my, she is so like ninety, late 90s, early 2000s teenager. She's, she has so much tood. But it's so funny because she's all grungy and it's like, teenagers don't even look like that anymore. Like no, that's not with a the semi- hair. The peekaboo haircut and the flannel. Yeah. And uh, okay, so the movie starts and uh, Mumsy is with them. Mumsy is Nigel's mom. Yes. She's very... Okay. We gotta talk about Nigel's family's noses. Okay. Oh my gosh. Right? They, even... It's funny too because when you notice Eliza has it too. Yeah. It takes up about half schnoz. of her face. Yes. And you know what I noticed too is Eliza looks like Nigel and Debbie looks like Marianne. Yes. I was like, cool. It's not just like a character design a character design. It's okay, let's make the child look like the parent. Yes. Um, I did love that. Eliza totally looks like Nigel's family. So we meet, uh, you know, it's kind of a reintroduction. We meet Nigel, we meet Marianne, we meet Debbie, we meet Donnie, we meet Darwin. Um, Darwin, voiced by Tom Kane, he's a famous voice actor. Uh, Donnie, like we've previously mentioned, voiced by Flea. Donnie doesn't, yeah, Flea, the bassist from Red Hot Chili Peppers, doesn't say a word. Just like that's all he does. Right. Which is like really funny, too, because if you hear him talk, it's not just like me going blah, 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 blah. Like, he's doing a voice, making noises. Because, like, his actual voice is pretty, like... It's a little nasally, but it's just like, hey, I'm Flea. Like, right. it's... It, it, it's not that high-pitched... No, you would think that based on this, it's high-pitched. Right. It's really not. Huh. Like Good for him. Yeah, it's just like, it's a funny little thing. And who it. does Eliza? It's somebody. Lacey Shab- Shabert. 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 Yeah, she does a bunch of... She was in Mean Girls. Yeah, and she was also, she does a ton of um, Hallmark Christmas movies. Of course she does. She um, and the other one. Yeah, but so it, I forget. they're all, I mean, this cast is pretty good. And yes. the cast, I mean, these are the characters. You know what I mean? It's like, yep, that's Eliza. That's... Yes, exactly. It would be weird if for a movie they recast it. Oh, yeah, because it know wouldn't I mean? be the same, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, nope, that is Eliza. It has but, to be. Well, um, these came out 
again, when the shows were still on. So yeah. you couldn't have changed it because the and kids would have been like, that's not them. And the show's continuing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But they don't still do new Rugrats or Those new are lo- Wild Thornberries. But what I mean is after the movie came out, they were the show going. was Got continuing. Because the show now set up new things. Um, spoiler alert. Also, well, here's the whole thing. Eliza talks about how she can't tell anyone about her ability to talk to animals. Yes. Because if she does, she loses it. Yes. So that's the whole thing, right? So, so she meets, she sees this cheetah that she knows, and she goes and plays with the cheetah kids. Yes. And the cheetah... Also, at the very beginning, she's riding an elephant. Yes. And this is a funny tie to your movie. Did you hear the elephant's voice? Kind of, but I wasn't really paying attention. I don't know the actress's name, but she's in tons of stuff. And anytime I hear her voice, I only call her this. It's Susie Carmichael. Oh, it's Cree Summer. Yeah, but I'm that's like, her name. like Susie Carmichael, what are you doing as that elephant? And then I was like, oh, that's funny, because she's in the next movie, too. Um, right. So, you know, she's playing on an elephant, and then Grandmumsy or whatever's like, whoa, I'm British. And then, uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's her whole stick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm old and British. And I need my tea. Yeah. So then, uh, the, Eliza goes and chases the cheetah, but in a safe way. Yes. And is, like, talking to the cheetah, and then Eliza doesn't listen to the cheetah mom, and they go too far. Eventually, poachers come and get him, but, like, the poachers would have got him anyway, right? Right. Like, they try and make it this whole thing of, like, oh, she didn't listen, and it's, like, poacher's not going to go to the tree and then go, too far for me. Yep, can't go this far. So, Eliza's trying to save the Tali. Is that the, mm-hmm. the cubs? And he was trying to save this little uh, this little cheetah cub, and she's, like, climbing this ladder on a helicopter, mm. and the guy's, like... Yes! That was so scary. It was cool. Like, it was, like, whoa, we're just going for it. And then Nigel and Debbie and Marianne are all trying to save her. And then they don't save her. Or they save her, but they don't save the cheetah cub. And Eliza's yes. all pissed off because she's all, wah, 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 I want to save the cheetah cub. And they're like, why do you want to save the cheetah cub? Why do you call her Tally? And Eliza's like, I don't know. Right. Um. So then Grandmumsy's like, Eliza's got to go to boarding school. Right, and, and Debbie, Debbie, Debbie is totally so freaking, mad. She wants to go to boarding school so that bad. That was so funny. Is that Debbie's like, what? She gets to go to London? I want to go to London. And then Debbie, like, dances around on the table like a monkey. So funny. Yeah, it was funny. It's, I started it's laughing. Just a, like, it's a goofy, really, like, fun idea that it's like, Debbie is upset that Eliza's getting in trouble because her trouble is she gets to go to London and go to boarding school and be around normal people. Exactly. Um, so Debbie eventually, you know, so Eliza gets shipped off to boarding school and Darwin runs away. Darwin, the monkey is very sad. Mm -hmm. He runs away. Well, Eliza gets to boarding school and she's having trouble with her bag and she finally puts her bag on the bed and Darwin's in it and Darwin jumps out. Yes. And so she's so happy that Darwin is back and Darwin is with her and Darwin does not understand the concept of boarding school. No. He thinks there's room service. He thinks he's allowed to be there. And she's like, you can't be here. And he's like, yes, I can. She's like, No. Then we meet her roommate who's like this snobby little girl that's just like, oh, what? Like, she is the most throwaway character in this movie. Yes. Really nothing happens with her. She no, because nobody really likes her. They do, and then they realize that Eliza's genuine, so they like her more. Right. Um, so the whole thing is we're starting to follow. So Eliza's at boarding school, and I don't really... Is there anything really going on with Debbie? Oh, yeah. Debbie and Marianne and Nigel are going to the Congo to f- see some elephant thing where they go to the, what is that called? It's not Aurora Borealis. I don't eclipse, know. Eclipse. Yes. I'm getting my two movies mixed up because I watched them both this afternoon. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like, uh... So they go out to the Eclipse. They're going to the Congo and they're like calling. And they're like, we can't find Darwin. And 
Elias is like, it's okay. And like Darwin's like sitting there eating shepherd's pie on the bed. He's putting the peas in the bed because he doesn't like the peas. Um, so then come to find out, like, uh, okay, this was, this was really goofy and I loved it. Because as a child, I probably thought this was hilarious. Darwin, so Eliza goes down for, di- for dinner or whatever and she's talking to the girls because they're starting to be like, at first they're like, oh, I bet you, you've touched a tiger. <laughs> and she's like, actually I have. And they're like, wait, what? And all the girls are starting to get very interested. And there's a seat next to Eliza. And then, is it is it Tom Jones who sings that song? That she's a lady? Yes. Ugh, it's such a goofy, goofy thing. She's a lady starts playing as you see this like little person walk, and it's Darwin wearing the roommate's clothes. And yes. Because Darwin wants the fancy food. Yes. And Darwin wants to eat all the nice food and sit down with Eliza, and Eliza's like freaking out. Well, because here's what, we hear him talking, but then they show... Like, he, when, he, when he's talking, she hears his voice, but really he's making monkey sounds. Yeah. So, I mean, hello. It's not like he's like, hello, ladies. My name's Darwin. He's all, hoo <laughs> So, eventually the roommate notices that Darwin is wearing the jacket of her. She's like, who are you? And they realize it's a monkey. And then a big food fight starts. And then the principal lady who's not Maggie Smith. Right. I was like, is that Maggie Smith? Not no. Maggie Smith. Principal, headmaster, whatever you want to call her. Headmistress. Headmistress, title. That lady is mad. Yes. Um, She makes Darwin go sleep in the stable. Yes. Which is so funny. Darwin is like, it's very funny that Darwin is like, it's such a dumb goof. He's a chimpanzee from the jungle, right? Yes. But he's this high British, like, everything is icky or whatever. And he's very posh and he's very, no, 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 this has to be this way and that way and this. Um... And he goes out in the stable, and the, he's with the horse. And it's another, another very dumb and childish joke, but I laughed. He's with the horse, and the horse's name is Thunder. And the horse farts. Yes. And Darwin goes, I guess that's why they call him Thunder. And I laughed, because it's like such a dumb, like, of course. And then Darwin is like, oh, when's dinner? What do we get to eat? And then Thunder's like, oh, hay's coming. And mm-hmm. Darwin's like, you expect me to eat hay? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then Darwin's like, where's the bathroom? I and, love that part. Oh my gosh. And Thunder's like, you're standing on it. And he's all, ah! And Dar- yeah, Darwin's like sinking into the hay pile. And Darwin's like, ah! And he starts freaking out. Okay. Then a couple hours later or something, Eliza has a dream that she needs to go save Tally. So she, she busts Darwin out of there. And Dar- Darwin is like, oh, it's been so long. The days turn into months, turn into, you know, I don't know. And she's like, Darwin, you were in there for four hours. Uh, right. And he's like, oh. oh. But so she convinces uh, she convinces the snotty roommate to use Buy her tickets. <laughs> with her credit card? Yeah, to Africa. Which, okay, probably different. From London to Nairobi is probably a little different than from us to Nairobi. Right. It's probably like us to, like, Brazil. I don't know. But that's still... Right pretty i mean that it's not like that little girl is paying off her credit card right exactly it's her parent uh, honey why did you buy two tickets to africa <laughs> yeah oh for a monkey and then i gave him my passport yeah right okay that was enough so then they they're going through the customs eliza and darwin and at one point uh like the guy's looking at darwin they looks at the passport and the girl is she's snobby and she's drawn snobby so her nose is all up and I'm, you can't see it but i'm doing that like pig nose face mm-hmm. and then darwin kind of stands there with his hand on his nose and the passport guy's like yeah it seems good <laughs> it's like what so silly um so then they're in nairobi and they're on the 
the train. Yes. And then there's this rhino, and it's like, help me, I've been shot. Which was kind of funny to me for two reasons. Okay. This rhino does not know that Eliza Thornberry, someone who can speak, is on this animal, is on this train. Right. Also, we never see where the rhino got shot because it's doing pretty good. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no nothing. It's running. And then it just kind of like, I'm in pain and falls over. But it's never like, here's where it was shot. Right. It's like, it's a big old rhino. You would see that. I would think so. I think that's the part I fell asleep. Oops. Wait, weren't you at work? Uh, no, I had a really long lunch. Oh, all right. So then these two... <laughs> Wait, if I was at work, I wouldn't be watching it. Oh, fair point, I guess. <laughs> These two people came and they're like, we're helpers. We're, what are they? Preserve? Preservists? Or, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, and they're, they're like, we're going to help the rhino. So they help the rhino. Yeah. And then Eliza notices that the, the what's it called? The poacher's knife, who yes. she, she saw earlier, it's stuck in the rhino's uh, net. There's a net on the rhino. She's like, that's the knife. So she's telling them about the poachers and they're like, well, we'll keep an eye out. We just came from that area. We didn't see any poachers. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and it's like, okay. So then Eliza's, like, trying to go find her family again in the Congo, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of, they're not really finding each other, but then she finds Donnie, or then she finds Debbie. Yes. And then she keeps looking, because Debbie's like, uh-uh-uh, I'm gonna get you in trouble. Like, Graham, oh, because Grandmumsy and Grandpa, whatever his name is, Cornelius or something? I don't know. I'm still asleep. I wanted more of, like, I, I know they're in the show. But I wanted more of the grandparents because they love adventure just as much as Nigel does. Oh. But, like, like when they go and visit, they parachute in. I love that. Like, it, it's... Well, and, the, yeah, when she went to um, boarding school, Grandma was flying the, heli- the plane. Yeah, I thought that was so funny of, like, a fun little nod of just... Yeah, of course Grandma's flying the plane back. Like, of course. Grandmumsy. Like, oh, I love it. But yeah, and Grandpa's name is, like, Cornelius or something. Uh, they even make, like, a what is it a world war ii joke with like the blitz like because i think it's debbie is going to look for uh eliza because eliza runs away or whatever and she starts up the motorcycle and like the grandpa wakes up he's like the blitz and grandma's he's like it's not the blitz england is fine and then they call uh marianne and nigel and they're like the girls got away we don't well they're like first of all eliza's back she ditched out on boarding school to come back second of all we don't know where debbie went she took the motorcycle Hmm. So then they're all they're running away, and, and then eventually Eliza finds the two nice people again. Yes. Um, and uh, oh, Uh-oh. they're not nice. They're the poachers. Yes, they are. So they're evil. And then who is that, by the way? It's Marissa Tomei. I don't know. Do you want me to look it up while look you talk? Look it up while I explain the rest the of this poachers? movie. The poachers? Yeah, just look up Wild Thornberry's movie, and then I think his name was Sloan, or their last name was Sloan, or it's somebody important. Um, okay. Where I was like, oh, that guy. But Marissa Tomei is the wife. Um, so they're the poachers, and then they kidnap Eliza. Do they kidnap Eliza? Still sleeping. Oh, well, they kind of like kidnap her. And then <laughs> Deb- well, Debbie shows up. And Debbie's like, hey, have you people seen my sister? And then they just, like, attack Debbie. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Roll back. Okay. Debbie gets lost in the middle of the fort in the jungle, and she meets this little guy whose name I don't yes, remember. Yes, it was cute. I woke up at that part. And he go. he leaves his little tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't speak any English, but not like Donnie, where Donnie just jibber, right. jibber, jibber. He speaks another language, but he only knows, like, he's picking up words from Debbie, like friend and Debbie and his name and, like, brat sister, which I thought was so funny. So funny. Um, 
So, you know, and then he jumps out of the motorcycle and he helps Debbie and Eliza get away and they all get away. And then eventually, well, who is it? You were right. Bree is is voiced by Marissa Tomei. Mm -hmm. And Sloane is voiced by Rupert Everett. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of, like you said, he does a lot of voiceover stuff. So he, he is, uh, yeah, yeah. And I thought I heard the dog, which threw me off because I'm like, the dog's not in here. He's not in here. Um, so... Uh, Sloane grabs Debbie and okay. he holds her over a cliff and he's like, how did you know these things? Nobody saw us put this fence up. Nobody saw this. Nobody knew we shot the rhino here. How did you know that? And Eliza is like freaking out. She's like, because I can talk to animals. Oh, wait, she was holding Debbie? Oh. He's holding Debbie. And then like ev- the world starts like shifting and oh, the, right. the wind and then the two bad guys get away. But the last thing that Eliza said to Darwin was they had a fight. And, and so, yeah, and they had a fight, and now Darwin can't understand, now she can't understand Darwin. And so she's upset because she can't understand Darwin, but they're still going to try and stop the poachers. They're still going to go, and, like, at one point they fall down a tube or something, or they, they, like, slide down something, and Eliza falls and loses her glasses, and Darwin, even though he can't understand her, helps her up, puts the glasses, brushes her off, like, because he's still Darwin. Um, then they find the elephants or whatever, and using just her general like positivity and like right. wanting to do the right thing she, Eliza is able to like help the elephants get out of the way even though she can't speak elephant anymore yes and okay the grandpa says one of the best things to Marianne what uh Marianne's freaking out about her kids yes and she says like oh, I don't know what they're we're gonna do I don't know how they're gonna get out of this and the grandpa says I know that they're strong and I know they're gonna get out of this and Marianne says don't say because they're thornberries and he says, no, because you raised them. Oh. And I was like, that is such a cool thing. Like, it's that, that same thing of both parents getting the positivity. Yes. The, the There's sly references to the grandma not being super, like, cool with how Debbie and Eliza are being raised. Right. But well, that's how she had to go to boarding school. But it's also never like you're doing a bad job as a parent. Right. Like, that's never, that's never a thing. It's mm-hmm. It's just like... I don't know about this, like it, it but it's because even at one point the grandma calls, and is like we have to talk about your kids, uh, your kids' politeness or whatever. And then Nigel, without skipping a beat, just goes, "I know we're very proud of them too, Grandmumsy, but like now is not the time." And but it plays into his ditziness, right? His exactly. like, oh, of course my children are great, right? And not in like an egotistical way, but he knows that they're great, and and so and I he just, loves them. Yeah, he loves them, and so. Eventually, uh, even though she doesn't have her abilities, Eliza's able to uh, stop the elephants from being running into this big electric fence where they're all going to die. Yeah, which, which I feel like in the hindsight is probably not a great way to kill elephants. Like, just a bunch of them, just like, oh, they're all fried now. Aww. I mean, they just want the tusks or whatever. But so then, um, Nigel and everyone else is helping sabotage the poachers by, like, cutting wires and doing this and that. And then the poachers grab Eliza, and they, like, capture her, and then they, he drops her into the river. Mm-hmm. So she's like, whoa, 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 like, floating in the river. Wait, I'm sorry, what she's was like, that? She's like, whoa, 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 that's, she's, like, underwater. Do it one more time. Okay, because I don't know how that's going to sound on audio. I mean, it's going to sound like somebody's underwater. Do it one more time. Okay. Um, my hands really helped that, too. I, I was going to say, see. yeah. Well, obviously, if you're listening, you can't see, but my hands were fully extended, and my... Just my fingers were shaking? Yes. 
I don't know if you're trying to swim like this, you're not going to go very <laughs> yeah, far. You're not, or very fast. Yeah. If you're just doing your little fingers. <laughs> um, but so then she sees the shaman. Yes. Who gave her who, the power. Who gave her the powers. And he's like, no, no, no. You get them back because you gave up your powers to save somebody. And yes. that's that's important. Yes. And that's, so she gets the powers back and she talks to Darwin. And Darwin's so happy that she can talk again. And then Debbie's going to be like, oh, oh, I know now. And she goes, she's kind of like, hey, so you've got to keep this a secret and you can't tell anybody because if anybody finds out, you turn into a baboon. <laughs> yeah. And Debbie's like, what? Like, I'm not going to be a baboon and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of become a big old family again. And then, like, Nigel gives some very inspirational speech to, to Eliza about being a family and caring. And he, it's just, yeah, it's a good movie. It's fun. It's a good family movie. It's a great animated movie. That's not Disney, right? It, it's a, it's not hand drawn, but I would say it's a traditionally animated. You yes. know what I mean? It, yes. It's because it's not three D. Right. It's two D. So it's a great two D animated movie. That's not Disney. I feel so like rate it. It's a rent it. Okay. I think that like, do you really need to own the Wild Thornberrys movie? <laughs> no. no. I would say own the series. To me. In my hierarchy of Nickelodeon series, uh-huh. this is third. Okay. Hey Arnold is number one. Because I love Hey Arnold. But I've watched Hey Arnold as an adult and cried at certain episodes because mm. because you don't realize as a kid. Right. But there's some episodes where you're like, what? Like, I mean, and, and all those characters are so complex and so deep. Helga's relationship with her parents is insane in that show. Yes. Like, that's ridiculous that they... they sh- and it wasn't anything weird or bad, but it was just like, she wasn't her sister. So her parents, they, they loved her, but they didn't like her. Mm-hmm. And it was it was hard to show that. Right. Um, it was cool to show that. Um, the Pigeon Man episode. If you've if you've never seen an episode of Hey Arnold, go look up the Pigeon Man oh, episode. Do you remember that one? I remember, one? yeah. And he flies away at the end, and it's like, oh yeah, he flew away with the pigeons. It's like, no, he died. Right. But he, quote unquote, flew away with the pigeons. Right. Um... And then, uh, well, Doug. now you don't have to watch it because Reba just told you the well, ending. Well, but I mean, it's, I think it used to be on Netflix. I don't know. I'm sure you can find Harold somewhere. Sure. Uh, and then Doug, the original Doug, not Disney's Doug. Disney kind of ruined Doug. Yes. But Nickelodeon's Doug, and then Wild Thornberries. Yes. And Rocket Power. Rocket Power's number four. Oh. Be- as a kid, it would have been different. Does that make sense? Yes. As an adult, because as an adult, I see all of those char- all those shows, and I'm like, oh, I view this different now. So, I know for a while, Nick at Night was showing the 90s cartoons at night. Are they doing that anymore or not yeah, really? Yeah, but what they... I mean, it's hard because what they do is just... They're like, all right, it's Thursday. What do we want to show tonight? Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, all that. Love that. Cat dog. But I mean, it's it's not like, it's like every Tuesday is cat dog at, at 7 in the morning. It's like, I don't know, tonight we're just going to do seven episodes of Rocco's Modern Life and then one... I didn't ep- like that one. But, but And then one episode of guts you know what i mean like just right. random. random stuff i remember when nickelodeon first started doing their cartoons and for thanksgiving remember they'd have the marathons so it would be thursday friday saturday sunday so it'd be all day of doug all day of rugrats all day of the four of the big rugrats ones. was huge yeah it was really there wasn't that really their first would you kind of consider that their big first i would say that well i mean if not nickelodeon class Klasky Supo, you know what right. I mean? That, that's yeah, their yeah, golden yeah. child. Right. Of like, and they were able to replicate that a couple times. And didn't I see somewhere that they're thinking about bringing them back? Rugrats? We'll talk about that with your movie. Oh, okay. I mean, we can just talk about it now if we're just going to go. Are you just want, ready to go into your movie? Do you need a break or anything? Not you. 
No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can just talk about that now. So they're, they're thinking about bringing... No, they're for sure bringing Rugrats back. Yeah. Uh, animated for TV... Animated TV episodes, like 20 episodes or something. Okay. Just a season. I don't really need more Rugrats. You know what I mean? No. Because it's... Uh, it was on for a long time, and I think we're good. Yeah, and it's like... But I liked it in the time. Mm-hmm. And it made sense. It was good at the time, and it was funny at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if now it's going to age well. And that's just that's what I want to talk about with this movie. So here's the other thing, though. They've said animated series. Cool, great. Bringing back Rugrats. Sure, whatever. Nickelodeon's doing that a lot now. They're bringing back Invader Zim. They're bringing back the... Yeah, no, Invader Zim sucks. Well, come at me. What was the other one that I hated that I wouldn't let you guys watch? But I don't know. That wasn't Nickelodeon. Sorry. What was it? Courage. I loved Courage. But that wasn't Nickelodeon, was it? That no, was Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. But you... I didn't let you watch that because yeah, I thought you, it was yucky. But you became the old lady. You were, I know. You, you were such the old lady from Courage. I know, but I just didn't like it. Anyway. And Theodore is Courage. Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yeah. That, yeah. You watch it now again and it's kind of fun. I know it's fun now that you're a grown-up. You were yeah. eight at the time or something. Ten, maybe. But I loved that stupid pink dog because he didn't talk either. It was just the, ooh, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. No, that's fine. But so... Uh, Rugrats. Rugrats and back. And then they're going to do a movie. Live action. Oh, no. With CGI characters. Oh, no. So, I want you to... So, I mean, what... It were The meshing of Rugrats and, and Wild Thornberries works because none of them have normal proportions. Right. None of them are built like normal people. They kind of have that very... Not right. distinct art style, but, like, when they're on screen together, you don't, you don't bat an eye. No, because they look... They have very similar, mm-hmm. different qualities. So, now imagine that all the adults are normal people. Yeah, no. And their babies are weird CGI monster lump heads. Be- be- because, like, right. Tommy so needs bald. to look like... But he's got the weirdest lump head. Tommy's head looks like an onion. Tommy's head looks like that bun from the bun short before Incredibles. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? It has that weird lump to it. Mm-hmm. Chucky has a square head. And ginormous glasses. Yeah, and, like... But I don't want to see them real. No. I leave, them, mean, leave them where they are. Like... And how are you going to... Here's the thing that needs to happen. Okay. The voice actors... Yes. ...need to be the ones from the show. Yes, and it's been a long time. They're all still working. Okay. E.G. Daily. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, did you hear about the whole thing with Chucky? No. So the woman that is actually doing Chucky in Rugrats Go Wild was uh-huh. not the original Chucky voice actor. Oh, I didn't know that. The original Chucky actually passed away before this movie went into oh. production. Yeah. It's pretty insane because there's not really... like it. I didn't notice at all because the, Chucky's always been one of my favorites. The new Chucky, that's Bart Simpson. In Rugrats Go Wild, wait, wait, wait. that's Bart Simpson. Because it's played by a girl. Nancy Cartwright. Got it. But that's it's the same... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. Plays it great. I, to me, I didn't notice. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm sure that if I went back and watched old Chucky, I'd be like, maybe I'd hear it. But, you know, sometimes when they replace an actor, like... Look at Pooh Bear, right? Sterling Holloway and Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings does a pretty good Sterling Holloway. I think he really does. And I think at this point, though, in my life, I've seen more Jim Cummings Pooh Absolutely. Bear than I've seen Sterling Holloway Pooh Bear. So it's I think kind- I have, too. Yeah, but because there was more. Right. But I think that now, like, Jim Cummings doing Sterling Holloway is the voice of Pooh Bear. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. If you, heard, if you just heard Sterling Holloway, you'd be like, sounds a little off. Right. You know, it's like, it sounds like, it sounds like Pooh Bear, but it sounds like someone's trying to imitate Pooh Bear. Whereas, you know what I mean? As opposed right. to like, no, that's Pooh Bear that's being imitated. But I think, no, the Chucky voices sound exactly the same. Yeah. 
So, so okay, so let's I talk did, Rugrats Go Wild. Okay, so Rugrats Go Wild is basically the Rugrats meets Wild Thornberries. But here, let's go into it. So basically, it starts out where the babies are on an adventure, mm-hmm. and that Tommy has this big mustache on it, so cute, and he's Nigel Strawberry. Oh, so, and he's so dumb, but it, it's so it's so like Rugrats. little kid, it's yeah, so Rugrats. And so they're like, they're mm. pretending to be on this adventure. You know, and it's really cool. And then something happens and ah! Then it kind of comes back to real life and they're in their swimming pool in their house it, outside. It's the sandbox. The sandbox, quicksand. yeah, yeah. And it's Angelica's cat. Mm-hmm. And she's like... Bleh. So, but no, but Tommy loves Nigel Strawberry. And it's not Thornberry, it's Strawberry. Because he's little. And they, that's what I noticed when I was watching it today. And like I said, both of the movies are kind of smushing in my head, so I might need help that's with fine. that. Um but they mix up their words a lot, which is just really That's funny. So it's the whole crew. I mean, it's it's Chucky and Phil Kim, and Lil Kimmy, Phil, Kimmy and Susie and Angelica. Which kind of threw me off that Susie was there. Well, yeah, because they're like, "Where's your mom and dad? Oh, they're busy." Okay. Which like, this is where as a kid I was like, "Oh, cool, Susie is in this movie because she's not in the other two. No, she was a newer character. She and Kim, Kimmy. Mm. Susie was introduced... This is so sad how much I know about the Rugrats. Susie was introduced before Dill was. But Susie was not as prominent a character as Angelica, despite her and Angelica being the same age. Right. But she's like the good and Angelica's the evil. Yep. Angelica tries to be good sometimes. But she's just She's kind of a brat. Um, Yes. So anyway, so they're pretending and ha ha ha. Well, then all of the families are going to travel together except Susie's parents. So Susie's going with Tommy's family. But here's the thing as an adult, right? Right. Cruises are not cheap. Right. They just agreed to take the little girl from across the street on a very expensive cruise. Well, the parents probably paid, but... But, yeah. but still, if you have two little people, you're going to add a third? I, something. A third who's a little bit... Because older. the adults can understand Susie and Angelica. They're right. old enough to be understood. Right. But, um, so they're going to go on this cruise and they're all excited. They're going to do all this. They're going to eat. the Lipschitz and cruise. The, yes. And it's super cool. And, um, Phil and Lil's mom is going to eat her way through heaven. I mean, she's going to eat everything. And that's all she's she talking about. It, it's like Canadian Bacon Tuesday, which is not even. Anything I've ever seen on a cruise. But what I mean is like, that doesn't even phonetically flow. No. There's no like. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. It's Canadian Bacon Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. And then um, Angelica's mom is going to do all the spa treatments and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So they're all getting ready and then they're like, wait, where's Stu? Who's Tommy's dad? Oh, it must have been taking the dog. Okay. The dog went on a cruise. Spike is going on a cruise. You can't leave Spike at home. Well, I know, Spike. but which is funny because we're going to talk about Spike. Oh, also, I just realized, I mean, throw it back. If they're going to do a live action movie, uh-huh. you think Spike's going to be a real dog or CGI? CGI. Ugh. Or real. But, like, what kind of dog is Spike? You know what I mean? Like, Spike doesn't look like a real dog. Yeah, he's a mutt. But, but I mean, like, I don't know what kind of dog you would make that. Because his ears don't really look like a real dog's ears. Right. It's kind of like Snoopy. Snoopy doesn't look like a real beagle. No. If they did a live-action, like, Peanuts movie, it wouldn't look like Snoopy because beagles don't look like that. Beagles right. aren't black. They're brown. Right. But, anyway. So, yeah, you're right. No, I was just thinking about Snoopy's yawn. I love that. Would he be a whippet? Would no, or like I a think whippet mutt? No, see, I think he's more like a long-haired, like a um, like an Afghan. But shaped. no, I was thinking more kind of like 
like a combination of like a wiener dog or a Scotty dog kind of, a, not the black, but the, yeah, I'm yeah, in my brain, I'm thinking of like, cause he's, with the little, I don't know. He, you said that and it's like, yeah, he absolutely has a wiener dog face and, and he and has a wiener dog like general aesthetic, but he's big. Right. I don't know. Well, he's big compared to the babies. Well, he's not a wiener. I mean, a wie- he's not the cat sized. You right. know what I mean? He's, he's a big dog. Right. So they're all going to go on a cruise, and then they can't find Stu, and the boat is leaving, and they're all running after it. Wait, wait, wait for us, wait for us. And it just, it's gone. And then Stu's like, everybody welcome aboard Captain Stu's cruise ship. And everybody's really grumpy. That Stu rented a boat. They rented a boat, and he was going to do it himself, and his brother's mad at him, and everybody's just mad at him. His best friend is mad at him. They're all, Yeah, they're all just mad. So they end up going on this cruise and they're eh, just crabby and the baby they have just cracks me up they have the babies in like this big playpen and they always get out i mean they have they pull the screwdriver out of their diaper i just i've always said that what is that well and they're all the babies have the life jackets on and they're all like that t pose yeah because they can't put their hands down yeah (laughs) Yeah. i love that so then their big storm happens right so i go please go ahead because i napped through part of this too uh right before like when they keep getting splashed with water, uh-huh. Phil's like, it's like a bath, except there's no duck. <laughs> oh, right. And then Kimmy goes, there's a duck. Or he yeah, goes, it's, it's like a, a bath because there's no duck and I'm not naked. And Kimmy goes, there's a duck and a seagull like lands on the boat and Phil just drops trout. And yeah, he's, he's like, like, well, time to get naked. And then they're all like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I thought for sure one of the, the grown-ups would say something, but they didn't. No, they don't notice. And yeah, they don't notice that they have six little naked boy, naked boys and girls in it's, a playpen. It's so funny. It's funny. They show Tommy's butt like twice, and it's just like ha ha ha, butt. little baby butt. Yeah. Um. So then they get shipwrecked, mm-hmm. and they're looking around, and the babies are trying to find stuff, and everybody's mad at Drew and Drew's Stu. Stu, sorry, Stu's trying to figure out how to fix it. How to fix it, and then the baby see Nigel Strawberry. And it really is Nigel Strawberry. Well, and there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a crossover well, too. Yes, yeah. because then we see we see we the girls and we see everybody, and it's is it's the beginning of the wild thornberries are coming in because they're hunting the jaguar. Not hunting, hunting. No, is a bad sorry, word. wrong. They're searching for because they're going to do a documentary. Is it a jaguar? Yeah. And okay, can we just talk about this? Oh no, we have to wait a little bit. So anyway, so Nigel is looking, and I don't know where the, where his wife went. But all of a sudden, he sees the babies. And he's like, oh my gosh, there's little babies down there. And then... <laughs> because he has his binoculars. And he just like walks yeah, off a cliff. Here they come, little babies. And with his binoculars. And he's like... <laughs> that's that's my sound for falling. Yeah, that makes sense. And then he gets up. And they're like, ooh, it's Nigel Strawberry. And he's three years old because he hit his head. I was like, really? That's just lame. Here was my... my this See, and this shows how much I know about the Rugrats. I was concerned that Nigel was going to understand them because, and this is so sad, there's an episode of the original Rugrats television show where uh, yes. Stu is installing a thing on the roof and he falls and hits his head and he becomes a baby and he can understand the babies. Yes. And I was like, we're just really going to redo that episode but use Nigel instead yeah, of Stu? Yeah, and no, he didn't. And I was like, okay. And this is what was so sad to me. Do you know why he didn't understand the babies? Huh. How old did Nigel say he was? Three. Too old. There you go. You're right. I was was just like, first of all, way too much logic that they put into this movie. Right. Second of all, just the right amount of logic for an idiot like me to be like, well, actually, in this episode. I mean, I freaked out about planes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, like, 
to actually go through with that thought. But this is what I mean with a movie with like, if you're going to imply something, right. follow through with it. Right. Have, have it. Don't just, oh yeah, don't just treat something be- as a plot device because it's funny or because it is. If it existed in the universe or if it already happened, explain it away, even with a throwaway gag of like, I'm this many. Great. Perfect. Right. And we haven't really talked about it, but Tim Curry, of course, amazing, fabulous, love him. Yeah. Everything. He could he could read anything, and I would be so excited. Um, so then we get to the part where now Spike has lost the babies. Everybody's lost the babies. Mm-hmm. And then all well, of a sudden... The crew put the, all the parents put Stu in charge. Yes. Stu puts Angelica in charge. Yes. Angelica puts Spike in charge. Exactly. So Spike then starts looking around. He meets Eliza, and he can talk. And who is his voice? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, which I thought was amazing. I thought it was so great because I love Bruce Willis. Um, I thought his voice was so good. Then the Thornberries are looking for. The Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Now, you might have not... Did you know who that voice was? No. Caught it right away. Chrissy Hind. I mean, I knew that, but I don't know who that is. Lead singer of The Pretenders. Oh, cool. Yeah. If you hear her sing, you'd be like... Because they... Actually, part of it... She is singing. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Who's she singing opposite? Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis sings twice in this movie. I know, right? Now, he had he had a couple of hits in the 80s, too. Yeah. Him and Don Johnson and Eddie <laughs> Murphy... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, all these guys definitely went on to have awesome music careers. Right. So, anyway, so different things happen, and everybody is happy at the end. What? I, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, so the whole thing is Angelica finds, Angelica finds Debbie. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yes. Why? Because it's fine, but, yes, you're right. Angelica finds Debbie. Angelica finds Debbie, and she's like, okay, I want to learn how to be mean and nasty because you're really bossy. And she's like, yes. She's like, I'll replace the monkey with you or Donnie or whatever. It's the monkey. Yeah. And so then she's like laying there, bossing That's the her. best part. What? Donnie gets lost in the jungle by I was himself. just going to tell you that. No, you were like, you were I know, like, but then I'm I remembered. But then I remembered. So the best part to me that was like, what? So Donnie gets lost, and Chucky gets lost. And then they switch, and no one notices. I'm like, because, what? Because they look kind of the same. They really did, because I think he fell in, uh, Donnie fell in the mud, or something happened, and it's it's just because they hair. have similar hair, and their faces kind of look the same. But when he's all dressed up like Chucky, all the babies just think that that's Chucky, but there's something like they're like, oh, he's like going crazy. Yeah. Why isn't he talking? And then at one point, at the very kind of near the end, when Donnie finds the parents, yes. Did you notice what happens? Somebody notices that Donnie's wearing Chucky's shoes, and then Fillmore's dad is like, the cannibal boy ain't Chucky. Right. I thought that was funny, too. I was like, oh, this is a children's film. So, yes. And then, um, just the kids, doesn't um, Eliza and Debbie end up saving the babies? Everybody just kind of works together, and they save each other. Because they're in the uh, the aquapod or whatever you want, the bathosphere. Angelica steals it to save the babies. Well, at first she's just being a booger head, Mm -hmm. and then she's like, "Wait, I have to save the babies!" So she goes and saves the babies. The part that got really dark that was really sad, but it was like, "Whoa!" Maybe I felt it made me really like Tim Curry as Nigel, and it was like, "Whoa, that's heavy." They're in the bathosphere, and he's like, "Oh, I was asleep." Hey, we're running out of oxygen. Yeah, but he's not being panicky. But he goes, "Hey, so." We're going to do what we can. And then he notices the gauge is very low. 
And he goes, hey, let's sing a song. And he pulls all the kids away from the deck. And he's saying, Old MacDonald. And he's doing the hand puppets. But he does, like, ringtail lemur. <laughs> and, like, this. But he's, he's you know, he kind of knows that this might not work. Right. And they, but I noticed I did wake up at that part because I'm like, wait, he had a what? Yeah. But he's, it's him singing, you know, ringtail lemur. And he had, like, and he does some dumb, like, he's making, like, a bacteria. Or just <laughs> weird, like, things. And then they save him. Right. Yeah. And it's good. Okay. But can I rate it? Yeah, rate it. Unless you know this, unless you know this series and who they are and you have some sentimental attachment to this, you're not going to care. No. So if you have no idea who this is, you're just throwing it in the trash. Mm -hmm. If you have a little bit of sentimental to this, I think you need to watch it one more time. It's fun. It's fun. There's a lot of very like famous pop culture references. Yeah. That it's funny because that's very much pop culture references are a Rugrats thing. Okay. They're not a Wild Thornberries thing. Absolutely. The Rugrats characters are the ones making the pop culture references. Like when they're when Stu's boat is capsizing. Yes. And there's that big wall. Do you hear what Chaz says? Uh uh-uh. uh. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Oh yeah, I totally <laughs> saw that, and I went, "Oh, Rivet's gonna like that." And then at the beginning, when they are getting on like Stu's little dinky thing, the Titanic theme is playing yes. as she's holding Cynthia out. It's so funny, and okay. Cynthia's in the sand. Okay, but oh yeah, when Cynthia's in the sand, do you realize what she's doing? No, she's the uh, the Statue of Liberty from Planet of the Apes. Got it. Because it's the one hand out off to the the right. side. The one thing that, the my favorite scene in the movie that made me laugh okay. so hard, okay? The boat is capsized. It's very scary. It's traumatic. Right. Uh, the, Phil and Lil's mom saved Dill's binky. Yes. She say you know, did all this, did all that. And they're all, and they're all mad at Stu and everyone's upset. And then Angelica starts singing. Oh yeah, it was funny. <laughs> and she's like trying to lighten the mood. And, she's and like they're all singing. looking like, Aww. And they're, they're going to kind of like get happier again. And then they see Spike, and they're like, Spike, Spike, Spike. And Spike comes in, and they're like, oh, things are getting better. And Spike's tail whacks Cynthia and, like, the, the oh, Cynthia yeah. stage off the uh, the boat. And it's just like, and then Angelica starts freaking out. And then uh, Angelica's mom, it's like, hey, we've all lost things that we love. You know, you lost Cynthia. I lost my phone. Your dad lost his visor. And we all lost respect for Uncle Stu. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um I did, because no, I caught that one, too. I, I really it. do enjoy this movie. Well, yeah, but you grew up with it. I mean, yeah. somebody... So let me tell you, I was babysitting, and I started watching it, thinking, oh, the kids would like it. They look... No, yeah, care. no. No. Sex- I think they would like the first movie more than this one, because the f- this is like, here's eight characters you don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have no attachment to. Right. Kids don't know. Who, I mean, that's the thing, is like, kid, <sighs> rebooting Rugrats is going to be difficult. Yeah, I don't. Th- they just don't need to. And yeah. so, okay. So, should we do all the Facebook stuff, or should we talk about what we're watching, doing, what reading? I feel like we switch it up every week. Okay. But let's just do what do we what do we watch and what do we? Okay, go ahead. What are you watching? Uh, I'm you watching two I, things. I watched this a couple weeks ago, and I never brought it up. Like what? officially, you know, what are you watching? Uh, won't you be my neighbor? The Mister Rogers documentary. We never officially did. We not. I thought we, did, we did not officially talk about that as an end, like as an end thing. Okay. I cried a bunch. Sure. I cried like four times. Because you're a big baby. Because I'm a big baby. Well, I mean, at it, it, first I'm like, I can do it. And then like Daniel Tiger shows up and he's like, mm. meow, meow, meow. And I'm like, I'm cry, you cry. Wait, Daniel Tiger didn't say meow, meow, meow. Or whatever. Henrietta just. Henrietta Pussycat said that. Somebody comes up and he's like, oh, I'm afraid. And I'm like, I <laughs> Daniel Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you were alone. I wasn't. Um, but really quick. 
Yeah. So in it, there's this whole Senate thing. And if you don't know, I mean, it's a documentary. It's not a biopic or anything. That's no. coming out later. Uh, I know. I really don't like the idea of Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. Just no. because he's Tom Hanks. He's not Mr. Rogers. I still think I would rather see Colin Hanks. There's a there's a Comedy Central show called Drunk History where it's somebody gets a little too intoxicated and then they have to recall a very famous historical event and they kind of have actors acted out as the person is doing the, the story. And I showed that you where Colin Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers. Yes. And man. Yeah, I would I would uh, prefer that because they could just age him. I was talking to somebody else who said uh, John Krasinski uh. could, could play young him. Yeah. And then age him. Yeah. But because even like when he's not, this is going to sound so strange, when he's not quote unquote being Mr. Rogers, uh-huh. he kind of like looks like, like, and he's just like, he kind of not drops the character because like even what there's all the people in his life are saying, that's him. Right. That's him. He, he, it wasn't the character of him, but when he kind of is like, all right, we're done filming. All right. Now what are we going to do? He, he kind of looks and sounds a little bit like John Krasinski. But so at one point, it's a pivotal thing. If you don't know, Mr. Rogers single-handedly saved PBS. Absolutely. Um, and he saved it. By reading this song uh, to this... He actually did the whole song off memory to this guy who was doing the Senate. And I thought that it would be interesting or kind of fun because the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this reminds me of Mom. Okay. We're going to have Mom... You Don't don't sing it. I don't he know the sing song. It. You're just going to read it. And I'm going to give you the words. And it's called, What Do You Do With The Mad That You Feel? Oh, I do know the song, but, but I don't, won't you sing don't have to it. sing it. Because yeah, that's the thing. is He doesn't sing it either. Right. With, can I make it bigger because I'm old? Yeah, you oh, can yes, do I can. Okay. What do you do with the mad that you feel? When you feel so mad you could bite. When the whole world seems oh so wrong and nothing you do seems very right. What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag? Or see how fast you can go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong. And be able to do something else instead and sing this song. I'm not going to sing. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish. I can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can someday be a woman and a boy can someday be a man. I'm not crying, you're crying. I wasn't crying. I'm, yeah, it wasn't me. Why are uh, you crying? What? What? <laughs> Stop laughing at me. No, but like, and that's the whole thing. Is, you know, now mom's saying, big baby. She's she's making, she's going, wah, wah, wah at me. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's that's that whole movie of just like. Right. Uh, because it, and and it's, I mean, they even, they don't touch on it, but they, t- they touch on it very minimally of like, we now could use some, that kind of positivity Absolutely. more than ever because now it's just. Yep, Mom's the new Mr. Rogers. Oh, I would watch that. I would watch that. I would totally Ms. love Dawn's to do that. Miss Dawn's classroom. Oh, I'd love that. And everything, would... everyone's puppets, except for me. No, I don't need puppets. I no, love no, puppets, all, all so... the all the, the little students. Characters are... That would be so fun. They're all puppets, except for me. And it's like, like yeah, I'm in preschool. Aren't you an adult? Maybe. Aren't, aren't you a big basket of shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't be on my program. So, all right, well, that's, like I said, that's coming to the theater in oh, September, yeah, and I'm so going to go see it. It's, I know you've already said, Mom, you're going to cry. Yeah, well, you're going to cry. I cried on the PBS documentary. Well, the, I mean, the whole movie, the whole documentary is this. Something traumatic happened in America. How did Mr. Rogers respond to it? Right. That's amazing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And, like, did he have flaws? Yeah, and they talk about that a little bit. But it's, like, at the same time... He knew what America was ready for and what it just wasn't ready for, and that's okay. Right. Well, and kid television was never like that. Yeah. 
So they, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's, it is an incredible documentary. Okay, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. All right, anything else? Because I have two things. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I always forget. But That's okay. So. so, do you want me to go with the grown-up or the kid? Go both. Well, which one first? The kid one. Okay, so I've been babysitting this weekend, mm-hmm. and I got to watch Dinosaur Dana. What is Dinosaur Dana? It's actually a really cute show. So, I think it's CGI, but it's a little girl. So, the first series was Dinosaur Dan, and it was a little boy, and it's live action, but then these dinosaurs, he loves dinosaurs. And so he does these experiments to learn more about dinosaurs. But the dinosaurs are CGI'd in. It's very interesting. Done by Amazon, about 28 minutes an episode. Just enough. Maybe three seasons. Now there's dinosaur Dana. She's a little girl. Loves her dinosaurs. Coolest thing about dinosaurs. What happened to Dan? Dan grew up. Because I think it was on for like three years. Dan, Dan grew up to be like 16 and that would just be <laughs> creepy. So... Just have a pack of cigarettes. To me, Dinosaur Dan, I'm 45. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> um, but what I love about Dinosaur Dana that she does, because I never watched, the little boys actually don't like Dinosaur Dan. They like Dinosaur Dana. And the five-year-old, he knows all the dinosaurs. When they come on, he can tell me all the dinosaur names and everything. Anyway, she has little crocheted hats that she wears. Mm-hmm. So when she's pretending to be the dinosaur, I love the hats. So Dinosaur Dana, very cool. If you've got a child or a grandchild or anybody that is interested in dinosaurs, check that one out because it's very short, super fun. Does she ever like... And she has a big sister. ...have a problem and like the dinosaurs like rampaging and she has to like no, put them uh, down? No. <laughs> and and there is there is more stuff because... So she and her mom... I don't know all the backstory, but anyway... and. Her mom married someone who had a, a daughter. Oh, cool. So it's kind of a combined family. Cool. Different everything. And they call each other sisters because they're not sisters, but they're they're this combined family. It's super cute. That's, She's older. That's really... Only a little bit older. Really cool to show. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really cool to show And then there's this whole side that, story about a neighbor, and it's a little sad. Is the neighbor a lawyer? No, the neighbor's... T-Rex an, eats the lawyer? No, it's an, an older gentleman, and it's... No. Yeah. Does he... Does he kick it? No, but is it just like one time they're like, "Hey, speaking of dinosaurs." No, but he he no he has to he has to go to a home, and he has <laughs> lives. I know. And dinosaur Dana's like, "But I'll miss you." It was very because talking about dinosaurs. He's but he used to be her field assistant, and it it kind of very lightly as an adult it touches some stuff that are is important, but really at a kid level. I think that that's important. I really do think that that is important. Right. Um, I, I need to, to harken back to the, the Won't You Be My Neighbor when I think it was Robert Kennedy was actually assassinated. It showed a clip from the episode that aired that day and it was like, or the, the next day or whatever, and Daniel Tiger is like talking to whatever her name is, the girl. Uh-huh. And he like gives Lady... her... Ever, Eberline. Eberline? Amberline? I don't know. Something anyway. Like but he like gives her a balloon and she's like blowing this balloon up and he just like point blank, what does assassination mean? And I'm just like, like if that was me with that balloon, that balloon would have been in my throat, like, <laughs> like just choking, like I wasn't expecting this, Daniel Tiger. You gave me a balloon, right? But I think that that's, I mean, I think now, hope, I mean, you get into it. That's a little bit too blunt, right? But it is. Kids are going to hear that word. Kids are going to see people get put, not put in homes, but you know what I mean, right? But it just, it just, yeah. So that, anyway, that's that, so check that out. I really, th- I don't know if it costs on Amazon Prime, but it's fantastic. Okay, my grown-up movie. It's called Table 19. Okay. And it's basically um, about 
it, it's kind of quirky. It's got some interesting actors in it. Um, it's about a wedding. And basically, table 19 is the very last table. So it's really all the people that they thought would say no said yes. To what? To being invited to the wedding. And it's like, where do you put these people? So you put them as far back as you can. Is it a real? Is it real or is it? It's a story. Okay, okay. It's it's a story it's movie. Like it's HG. got Lisa Kudrow. Oh, good for her. And the girl from oh my gosh, I like her. Lisa Kudrow. No, no, no. Well, yes, but uh, I can't think of her name. She's pretty. Phoebe from Friends. Yes, but not her. She's young. She did the acapella music girls video movies. Anna Kendrick. Yes. Anna Kendrick is in yeah, it. Good for her. It's got some other great, this great old lady in it. I don't know her name, but she's great. Kathy Bates. No, no, no. You. No. <laughs> anyway, a little bit of language, a little bit of other stuff, but I thought it was pretty, it mostly just a talking movie, you know, nothing. It's a movie? Yeah. What's it on? Um, I saw it on HBO. Oh, cool. Because I'd kind of been wanting to see it, so I saw it. Yeah. So that was good. Um, okay. Is that it? Yeah. All right. So, and you know all of our stuff. You guys find us if you need us. Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. I'm not going to go over it every single time. I mean, we have. I mean, this would be, this would be the. Okay, the, we the have Facebook. I just feel bad because people that have listened to us all the time know all this stuff. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing, though. Okay. Nobody starts. I mean, some people do, and I, I tell people not to do this. Nobody starts with episode one, right? Right. So this could be somebody's first episode. Well, and that's true. Somebody told me today, hey. I listen to the I listen to the episodes that I know the movies. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, so I mean, okay, here we go. Ready? Some, okay, do it. Facebook. Uh, Kid tested mother approved on Facebook. Twitter. KTMA show on Twitter. Where's the patches? What? The patches. Etsy.com uh, slash Bodega Cat Co. Those are going away soon. <gasps> so hurry, hurry up. up. Buy those, your patch. They're so awesome. And buy a fake succulent and buy felt. All sorts of cool stuff. So buy that. She has that. some really cool stuff she's working yeah, on. She's and she's doing a restock too. So some cool oh, stuff's going up on there. But then I hope somebody needs to buy those patches so she doesn't have to just throw them in the garbage and wasted her money and time. Well, I'll buy them. Okay, I'll buy them too. <laughs> but somebody buy them um, besides us. And let me see. We have a, a Zazzle if you need to buy some cool merchandise. I was wearing my shirt. I wear my shirt about every couple weeks. Yeah. It's fun. I'm going to get a new one, I think. I need a new one. And let me see what else. Patreon, if you want to support our little tiny baby podcast. Mm -hmm. um, did I forget anything? We have an email. email. At gmail.com. And I love emails. We got an email this week. Woohoo! It's titled Suggestions with Yay. an exclamation point and a smiley face, which is fun and lighthearted. Yes. Hey, Don and Templeton. What? Now, Templeton, if you remember in, <laughs> in Shrekletz Web, that episode. Yes. I reference a story where someone told me I look like Templeton the Rat. Yes. So somebody actually called you Templeton? Yep. Okay, keep reading. My sister Becca and I have been listening to some of your episodes on our long car trips lately. So forgive us if you've already done some of our theme or movie suggestions, as we have not listened to every episode. Our first suggestion is doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger episode where Ruben watches Kindergarten Cop and Don watches Jingle All the Way. Love it. Secondly, a foreign films episode where Ruben watches the French film... Amelie. Uh, Amelie. Yeah. We and, talked about this before. Yeah, Sorry. But, no, but that one has shown up. Like, people... It's a good reason, one. people really want me to watch Amelie. It's good. I it's, like it. It's just I saw funny it, that that's... I saw it's, it when it it's came It's not out like, you guys should watch Amelie. It's like, 
Ruben should watch Amelie. Because it's cool. It's weird, but cool. You'll like it. Uh, And Don watches the Chinese film Raise the Red Lanterns. And I've never seen that one. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I don't know. Lastly, a Citizen Kane episode where you both watch Citizen Kane together and research what other film slash media references this iconic quote-unquote masterpiece as it is often referred to as the basis of film. Thanks for some quality grade A content. P.S. Ruben is a little piggy boy. It's from (laughs) Emily and Rebecca from San Jose. And they attached a picture of Sally the camel. Yes. Now you have to tell people because they're going to... I don't know who these people are. You should witch hunt them. No, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Uh, Emily and Rebecca, they're like my little sisters. They are my one of my best friend, Kevin. Uh, it's his little sisters. I've known them for literally years. I, I want to say I've known Emily since she was like maybe 13, maybe that old. And now she's 21 or two. Like yeah. she's like, she's a, she's a grown up. Right. Um, so all of those, like, it's like, wow, that email was mean. That was how that family, like, th- that's how we communicate. Well, you have been in their family Christmas picture getting the Christmas tree without their son who moved away. Yes. For years. Yes. So that's, that's, that's a fun story. So next year, we actually, we've already planned this year's Christmas card. So two years ago, Kevin was not able to make it. So I replaced Kevin. <laughs> okay. So there's family pictures. With me wearing Kevin's clothes. Yes. As Kevin. Yes. Then, last year, Rebecca was not able to make it either. Yes. So we have a picture that I photoshopped on my phone of me and Kevin's clothes, Emily, and me and Becca's clothes. <laughs> so next year, the plan is it's just going to be me and their parents going to buy a Christmas tree. Nice. And I will be all three children. Nice. Um... No, but I, no. So I actually do like those themes. I love, I love that we haven't done those. We've kind of done some of those themes. But I really like it. I like the idea of going back and doing themes again. I think we can do, I think, I know that we try and do every other month be like a themed month. Uh-huh. I think a redo month would be cool and not a redo for the movie, but redo for a theme. For us. Yeah, I love it. Like, you know what I mean? So like, hey, what's a theme that we loved we, we did before? Like, Okay, here's one. What was the theme of episode one? Do you even remember? Yes. What was the theme? Sorry, You're Dead. Oh, it was Sorry, You're Dead. Wow. It wasn't called Sorry, You're Dead, but... But it was, uh, yeah, Gone Too Soon. soon. Wow, I forgot that that was it. But you know what I mean? So I think it'd be fun to do a month of... Even if we did a month of the first four episodes, those themes again. Yeah, or some of the other ones. Because, like, the foreign films, we both... One we loved, one not so much. So but to do more f- more foreign films would be fun. Right. And, but and, I mean, anime is coming. Right. Now it's it's going to be Studio Ghibli. It's going to be Miyazaki films. This one because that's from an old email that we've gotten that right, people really want the Miyazaki. Okay, but before we go on, we have to say because we didn't really say it. Becca and Emily, thanks for the email. Thank you for the email, Becca and Emily. And hello, girls. Thank you for calling me Piggy Boy. Piggy Boy. Is well, there I don't sp- say that. I don't like when you say it. Piggy Boy. Yeah. It makes- don't look at me and say piggy boy. Why are you laughing? No, because I don't know what it means. Look at me. You're cute. Thanks, Mom. Well, the, okay, so the whole joke, too, is like, we, me and Kevin once played a game of D&D or whatever, and then a little monster came out with a rat face and a pig body. And yeah, why, why are you laughing, Mom? Because they call you Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, because it was the rat face pig boy monster, and his name wasn't Reuben, but we accidentally called him Reuben. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so that's funny. Um, You're a cute piggy boy. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. That's confidence boosting. You're wonderful. 
Thanks, Mom. Um, hey, let's talk about our theme for next week. The final episode of Actor Month. And oh, I was like, I've it's ever. the final episode ever? No, no, it's not. No, that'll be 86. Just kidding. No, we're getting there, though. We're getting Well, we're just going to keep going. I, we got to do something cool for episode 100. Oh, yeah. Like something real cool. Let's get a special guest. That would be fun. A guest would be fun. I don't know who we could get, but. I'll find someone. Well, no, because you're going to be like, all right, I found it. And be like, Mom, who? Do you, who? And you'd be like, Rick Springfield. And be like, no, Mom, that's not how that works. I can't just be like, hey, Rick Springfield, come on our podcast. No, with I a, could. With a hundred people listening. And he'd be like, no. <laughs> and they'd be like, okay. No, I'll get us someone good. I'll, well, you know, there's a I couple ideas I have. Um, I can get someone good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But you probably know more people than me. I'm just the old lady. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. But I think it would be fun to have somebody, somebody exciting. Even Sounds if it was good. another podcast person that maybe you didn't know, but it was just like, like it was that. just like, oh wow, this other person from another podcast. Right, That's like that a would be much really fun. Bigger podcast than us. Right. Okay. So, the theme is who's the final actor? It was the, it was down to the emails. I mean, right? this email came in last minute, so it doesn't really, unfortunately, oh, get it. It misses the misses the mark, which is fine. So Arnold Schwarzenegger will get next time. He'll get yes. the next the next time we do an actor. Sounds month. good. Um. Who's the, who's the actor that made it from the email from Lynn? Lynn, your email made it. Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Because I don't have to watch a movie again. Yes, you do. I've seen it twice recently in the last like two weeks. Oh, I'm not seeing that movie. No, that's not fair because then I have to go stuff on the table. It makes the microphones jump. Sorry. No. Nope. Okay, thank you. Okay, what's your movie? Boop. Are you swearing? Mom, you can't <laughs> say those kind of words. No, I was hitting my pass. I'm just teasing you. Because that, that means I have to go to the movie theater, huh? Yep. What's your movie? You're going to watch Hairspray. Really? Yeah. With John Travolta and Zac Efron. And Chris and, and Christopher Walken and John Travolta Walken. play married couple, right? Yep. <laughs> That's That just seems like... Like, I get the whole shtick with John Travolta playing like well, a cause woman. The, but that also seems very, like, they don't even look... Well, no, but that's been the whole thing because it was a Broadway play. Yeah. Always, as far as I know... It was know, Divine originally. And then someone else. Well, but what I mean is, originally, it was Divine. Right. But then another person, I can't think it's of... It's always a man. It's always a man. But I just think, age-wise, John right. Travolta and Christopher Walken don't just mesh. Weird. No. But they never... I've seen it in a play a couple times. It never has either. So that's what you're watching with Zac Efron and a bunch of people. I'm sure we've referenced this on the, pl- the show before. Yeah. Do you know who Divine... What Disney character Divine was the inspiration for? Ursula? Yeah. Interesting. I'm seeing that in a couple weeks. Is it? Are what, you coming? What is it? Remind me what it is. Just Little Mermaid sing along. But is it the movie sing along, like what you did with Mary Poppins? Yes. Okay, I'm kind of into it. Well, you better hurry because we already bought our tickets. Oh well, I'll just be the weirdo who sits in the back. Well, you could sit in the so, back. So are you and... here with the child? Nope. <laughs> no, my mom's up there. She won't let me sit with her. Sure, she is. Here's the door and the police. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep you posted the next time they do a sing along. Yeah, you can go. Fun. It is fun because you get a little goodie bag, like we talked about, and I'm excited. So, okay, anything else? Oh wait, what am I watching? You're watching, and I'm so excited to finally do a modern movie because we we haven't done a movie in theater since Ferdinand and Star Wars. Yeah, but we're doing one in two weeks. No, that's not true. What was the last one we did in theaters? I don't know, but we did. No, it was Ferdinand and Star Wars. Okay. Um, but we're doing one in two weeks for a bonus episode. Avengers. No. Infinity yes. War wasn't one. No, it wasn't one. We just talked about it. Okay. Um, you're watching Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, I gotta see if I can see it. With Paul Rudd. Okay. Michael Douglas. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Evangeline Lilly. Okay. Hannah Joan Carmen. Okay. And that's it. 
And the dog. Oh, and Michael Pena, the okay. dog. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. And Randall Park, the guy from, uh, you know why Dad liked this? And this is, this is a little weird, but there's a couple people in this movie uh-huh. that are from the ABC family. Not ABC, but like those family shows where uh-huh. it's like family of determinate race. Right. Randall Park, the dad from Fresh Off the Boat. Got it. Plays an FBI agent. Lawrence Fishburne, the grandpa from Blackish is also in this movie. So for him, it's like, oh, it's that guy. Right, exactly. Um, so, okay, so I have to figure out when I'm going to the movies. Well, what time is it? No, I'm not going now. <laughs> it's too late. It's time for me to go to bed. I have to work early tomorrow. All right, well, we will. That's going to be it. So next week, I'm going to be watching Hairspray. Which is just in a few weeks, a few days. Because yeah. today's Tuesday. I mean, it's seven, five days. Anyway. Sometime. All right, uh, you're watching Emma and the Wasp. Yes. And I'm watching Hairspray. Yes. All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.